Yes, there will be books. There will be books on design and history, and some are amazingly fun reads. But if you're in the mood for something a little more skimmable or more basic how-tos, I've got you covered there as well. I'll even throw in two of my favorite sources for finding and making cool MCM stuff for your house. Yes, this is a list for shoppers as well. So strap in and enjoy the ride. Hey there, welcome back to Mid-Mod Remodel. This is the show about updating MCM homes, helping you match a mid-century home to your modern life. I'm your host, Della Hansman, architect and mid-century ranch enthusiast. You're listening to episode two, season two. Last week, I asked if 2020 were the year you get ready to plan a remodel, and went through a couple of bad and good reasons to make this your year. Since this whole second season of the Mid-Mod Remodel podcast is intended to get you ready for remodeling an MCM home, this week I'm going to share my 11 favorite resources for planning a remodel. Now, I don't know about you, but when I get into a topic, I really go down the rabbit hole. So, of course, I love to stay up on my reading regarding MCM design. Knowing the context of the time period and design thinking that created our favorite mid-mod looks helps us figure out how to recreate them or update them for ourselves. But I'm not just giving you a pat on the butt and sending you to visit Amazon or your local library. Yes, there will be books. There will be books on design and history, and some are amazingly fun reads. But if you're in the mood for something a little more skimmable or more basic how-tos, I've got you covered there as well. I'll even throw in two of my favorite sources for finding and making cool MCM stuff for your house. Yes, this is a list for shoppers as well. So strap in and enjoy the ride. I'm going to throw out a lot of information today, but don't worry about catching it all the first time. This episode comes with its own download checklist. If you want, you can catch the 11 resources I mentioned, plus many more in each category. Just pop over to midmod-midwest.com resources to get a PDF with 56 of my favorite remodeling ranch resources in a handy printable checklist. Get yours today. Or circle back anytime to see if I've added anything to the list. It was 43 resources before I updated it for this episode. You can also find that download plus links, images, and more information in the notes for this episode at midmod-midwest.com slash 202. Also, Midmod Remodel has some fun news. I've spun off a dedicated Instagram account with the hopefully easy-to-remember name of at Midmod Remodel Podcast no spaces or other punctuation. You can find a link to it in the bio of my main Instagram account, Midmod Midwest. Midmod Midwest will continue to feature great mid-century houses, both high-end and humble, design advice, and updates from my own Midmod remodel. The new account will be dedicated to keeping up to date with this podcast. Find me there to ask questions or suggest new topics for the podcast. Okay, let's get into it. I've broken my recommendations down into five categories. Quick overviews, best design books, best history books, remodeling how-to advice, and sources of cool MCM stuff. For each of the five categories, I'm going to give you two favorite resources. I've already told you there are 11, so you know I'm going to cheat and add a few extras in here or there. Please don't keep a close count. But if you want more items from any one of these categories, just check out the downloaded list. It's got lots of things that I don't have time to mention in one bite-sized podcast. Let's start with if you want to get a handle on what is this MCM thing, either from a beginner's point of view or just to get a high-level airplane view. I would recommend that you go to the Curbed Handbook article, How to Renovate a Mid-Century Modern House. Curbed Handbook's motto is everything you need to know about your home, from securing a mortgage to painting your living room, and they really deliver on that promise. So when they turn their eye to mid-mod, I always tune in. 
this article written by uh, Denver real estate specialist in mid-century design, Adrian Kinney, is a host of universal tips for how you can deal with updating a mid-century home. He's an advocate of preserving time capsule homes and making the most of original features like cabinets or hardware and seeing what you can do to improve on the mid-century flair. For another online resource that's just as skimmable but filled with a lot more information, I recommend the Idaho Modern Field Guide, the history, care, and keeping of your mid-century home, prepared by a combination of Idaho Modern and Preservation Idaho. They've put together an amazing style guide to mid-century homes in their region. While their specific focus is their home state, Idaho, it is a wonderful jumping-off point for any ranch owner looking for more information and details about the history and best future of their home. They give advice on landscaping, roofing, windows and doors, finishes, materials, even paint colors, and they conclude with da 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 another resource list. For my fellow fans of actual hard copy books, let's get into it. The no-brainer choice for mid-century design resource book uh, is actually a pair of books, Atomic Ranch Design Ideas for the Stylish Ranch Homes and Atomic Ranch Mid-Century Interiors, both prepared by Michelle Gregory Brown and Jim Brown. This is the pair behind the original Atomic Ma Ranch magazine, although it has now changed hands. They have published two coffee table books full of truly stunning mid-century homes from the Atomic age. The houses they feature are all much more dramatic and flamboyant variants of the ranch than my humble 1952 tract house or than many of the ranch variants you'll find across the Midwest, but they provide valuable insight into the style and time and also a lot of inspirational eye candy. This pair were really riding the front crest of the wave of mid-century modern's repopularity, and I think they're just a wonderful jumping off point for anyone who is interested in learning more about this idea. If you don't like books, you can check out the magazine, no longer run by the pair, but still a wonderful source for mid-century ideas. And if magazines are too much attention span for you, they have a fantastic website and Instagram account. Follow them everywhere. Hooray, Atomic Ranch. Now, my other recommendation for design-oriented mid-century books actually comes with a giant caveat. I do highly recommend updating ranches, design ideas for renovating, remodeling, and building new from the Updating Classic America series, written by Karen Connolly and Lewis Wasserman. It was first published in 2003 and then reissued again in 2006. It is a wonderful resource for understanding the history of mid-century houses. Now, where they go with them is not actually my favorite place because they actually spent a lot of time in their books uh, focusing on examples of ranches that have basically been unranched. The designers end up taking away a lot of the great mid-century features of the house and making them look like products of the late 90s and early 2000s. But there's also a lot to learn from the way that they work with spaces in reconfiguring classic mid-century ranches to fit a modern lifestyle. Okay, now I'm gonna cheat on my list and I already gave you two design books, but I'm gonna give you a third one. This one has actually nothing to do with mid-century style, but I would be out of my mind if I let anyone thinking about remodeling a mid-century ranch walk away without considering Sarah Susanka's not-so-big remodeling, tailoring your home for the way you really live. This book is an amazing reference for anyone considering updating their existing home. Her whole pitch is that if you limit quantity, whether building new or remodeling, you can have more money and time to spend on quality. This philosophy 
underpins everything I do. The remodeling book is focused around the personal example of her home and how they handled key areas, entry, kitchen layout, awkward bathroom, trim, Ikea cabinets in her living area, hallway update, is restoring balance to a bedroom, a master bath layout, adding windows. Even though her style is in no way mid-century, the ideas that she's talking about, creating spaces around activities, uh, limiting the number of rooms you have, making them more livable with micro-environments, corners, niches, areas of movement or stillness, thinking about the activities of your life and making sure there are places for each of them to take place. I credit Susanka with all of these things, and she has been an invaluable resource to me as a designer, and I think absolutely that can be the same to any homeowner planning a remodel. Moving along from books about design to books about history, if I had to pick just two, the first one would have to be Alan Hess's The Ranch House. Um, Hess famously argued that the ranch house matches the philosophical potency of the bungalow, outstrips the brownstone in numbers, and challenges the log cabin in mythic power. He's right. I like his attitude. This is a great history of the ranch and a comprehensive photo collection of the style. It's a coffee table book that could almost be a coffee table. I highly recommend it. For my second history book recommendation, I'm actually going to pick a recent profile of architect and product designer Alexander Girard. The book is Alexander Girard, Architect, Creating Mid-Century Modern Masterpieces, written by Deborah Kowalski, I think just two or three years ago. It's a detailed portrait of one mid-century architect and designer set inside the extraordinary context of his life and work in the heart of mid-century Detroit. He collaborated with George Nelson, the Eameses, at Herman Miller, as well as designing with Aero Saarinen and Minoru Yamasaki. Know this guy's name. The book features a lot of his design work, but what really draws me back to pulling it off my bookshelf again and again is his philosophy of modernism. The author has included a piece of paper where Gerard made notes for how to talk about modernism at an exhibition he planned in Detroit in 1949. He lists off the morals, the honesty of what he saw as the fundamental underpinnings of modernism. Ideas like, let's believe in ourselves, wake up to our day and don't live in the past, and all that is modern is not chrome. The thing that really kills me is when he says, live your way, not your grandma's. I feel like on a certain level, this is a hilarious clapback at everything I do, all of my interest in our grandparents' era of housing, but also a justification of it. His work perfectly articulates the zeitgeist, the spirit of the age that modernism was pushing towards. And in that, he gives us permission to modify and adapt mid-century homes to our own ends. We are also not trying to live in the past. And to me, that means that we can take all of the good qualities of ranch houses, we can glorify what's fun about them, and we can let the rest of it go. We're not responsible to mimic the past. We're finding a new way to live in and make homes out of mid-century ranches. Okay, moving on from books, let's get into some reference resources for DIY enthusiasts. If you're going to be taking on a home renovation yourself, you need some extra specialized advice to get the job done. And here are my personal go-tos. The first one is RetroRenovation.com. This is the passion project of Pam Cooper. Uh, She has been doing all of the research she can to backdate her 1951 colonial ranch house in Massachusetts. To illustrate her passion for the subject, she has a micro website, savethepinkbathrooms.com. 
She's also come up with a concept that I wish was mine, that of mid-century modest, thinking about how we can make the most of, again, not so big, the idea that in the mid-century people were happy to have a home that they could be proud of and comfortable in, but it didn't need to be a showpiece. It didn't need to make the neighbors green-eyed with envy. Over the many years, she has turned this website into a repository of great examples, hers and otherwise. This is an indispensable mid-century ranch resource. Again, I'm going to deviate from strictly mid-century for my second recommendation, and I'm going to recommend The Family Handyman, uh, both their website and their print magazine. Gender normative name aside, Family Handyman is an amazing resource for projects, large and small, and they focus on detailed explanations with photos and sketches to illustrate step-by-step step how to do everything. I don't follow their design style at all, but I really appreciate their attention to detail as a jumping off point whenever I'm figuring out how to make a major or minor change to my house. Their no-nonsense, step-by-step approach always answers all of my questions and gets me ready to get the nail gun out and get started. My final of the five categories I'm gonna talk about today is sources of great mid-century details, materials, and more. The first one I'm going to cherry pick off my longer list is Make It Mid-Century authentic mid-century style building materials and DIY kits for your home. Susan Halla's answer to how to avoid the boring and sort of uh, everyday aspects of home improvement and create really inspired interiors and exteriors. What they offer in the main are kits to help you transform a regular purchased off the shelf door into something really remarkably charming in mid-century, either matching an original style or going off in some really interesting directions. I love how all of their doors and garage doors have names, the Anne, the Arlene, the Becky, the Carolyn. The whole attitude is of can-do spirit, figuring out how you can take on these things yourself and how you can really get them done. They have an amazingly charming Instagram account with uh, regularly scheduled quotes by mid-century designers. Give them a follow and get access to that. The final resource I want to talk about in detail is the Habitat for Humanity Restore. Um, there's no guarantee of what you'll find on a trip to your local restore, but I do guarantee you will find something weird and cool. Ranches are constantly being remodeled and someone is casting off old doors, trims, built-ins, and fixtures at their local restore. Be the one to go there and pick it up and put it back on your house again. If you don't have a restore specifically in your area, you may still have access to some sort of architectural salvage yard. Again, not necessarily devoted to mid-century stuff, but keep your eyes peeled. This is the sort of thing you don't get to go to once and find everything. You go back again and again and again, and you see what's come in in the last week or month or year. I should get over to my own local restore more often every time I go in, I think, oh, this is where it's at. But that's not all there is to offer. A few more references if you're looking for places to find cool stuff. I recommend online stores Modbox, love it, have one in my house. Modern House Numbers, likewise, my favorite recent edition. Atomic Foundry is a Madison local company which makes reproduction mid-century modern doorbells and utility hooks. I adore them. The Rejuvenation Store sells lovely mid-century and other era reproduction hardware and lighting. And their products are pretty high-end but also means they're built to last. 
I love Hip Haven, which describes themselves as retro modern design. They sell lighting, table pieces, and most famously, the charming retro bullet planters. They also have a fantastic Instagram account. Give them a follow. But if you're looking for more in the vein of Restore, antique malls are not just for old-fashioned antiques. Your average antique mall will be mostly devoted to dark-stained Victoriana and odd cushions with ruffles, but there are typically one or two stalls in every single one that represent mid-century. Stroll through at a rapid pace, hunting up the mid-century stuff like a Terminator scanning for Sarah Connell. I also recommend to your attention estate sales and Facebook vintage furniture restoration groups. These are everywhere. Find one located in your major metropolitan area. I think the quest to get to know your mid-century home is probably going to be a long-term endeavor, but you can always help yourself out by digging into the history that goes around your house, learning the history of your area, checking out local newspaper references, and more. If you have a favorite mid-century book, website, or other resource that I haven't mentioned, a, see if it's in my PDF download, and B, if it's not, or if it is, reach out and let me know what it is and how much you love it. I look forward to your input. As always, the best time to make your house into a home you love was yesterday. The next best time is today, or let's say next week. In next week's episode, I'll be sharing my easy three-step formula to give any room in your house a quick but amazingly effective mid-century facelift. Tune in to learn the secret. If you enjoy Mid-Mod Remodel, screenshot this podcast and pop it into your Instagram story. Don't forget to tag me. Your ratings, reviews, and comments drive what subjects I cover and help other mid-century enthusiasts find the show. Share your ideas or questions in the show notes or find me on Instagram where my handle is at Midmod Midwest and the podcast's handle is Midmod Remodel Podcast. You'll find links, pictures, and a summary of everything I've just covered in this episode on my website at midmod-midwest.com slash 202. Don't forget to get your resources checklist, many more than I've just discussed, at midmod-midwest.com slash resources. That's all for now, Midmod Remodelers.